right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And y'all, this is going to be a cool podcast. So rarely do we have an opportunity to take a trip back into time and and look back when you were first hooked. And I don't necessarily mean back when you were a kid, because we all have those memories. Maybe it was your dad. Maybe it was your friends in high school. Maybe it was talking about the three-quarter-inch race cam you had in your Camaro. But there was a point in time that all of us found a home for everything we were passionate about, whether it was tractor pulls or, you know, uh, crazy, you know, monster trucks or, you know, my show pinks, pinks all out back in the day when you were fortunate enough to either land in a hotel or go to some place uh, that you could flip through a, an unbelievable amount of channels, you would come across speed vision yeah, you know, or speed channel. And man, it was home for everything that we were so passionate about. And I don't care if you're, you know, if you're a third tier hot rodder and that just means slapping some rims and tires on it and, you know, cutting the cat off that baby and letting her breathe. Um, Or, you know, you got a full on race team uh, spending big bucks racing for big money each and every weekend. You know, there's a passion in all of those, you know, in each of the spectrums. And it's just wild that for the longest time, that home, man, when we found it, that's where we spent most of our weekday mornings, most of our evenings. We didn't care as much about football as we did who won what race and what they were racing on our favorite channel. It was, dude, it was such a warming and just like, yes, I have found my place. I have found my niche. I found home uh, for so many of us. Well, it was new, right? It, speed vision was this new discovery for all of us, you know, performance car, whatever. You said tractor pulls, rally car, you name it. It was a place where you could discover people going fast and doing cool stuff. I mean, it was like kind of discovering, you know, the Playboy magazine in your buddy's dad's closet and going, what is this? (laughs) What are these things? What is all this stuff? Like just the enamored, you know, getting sucked in at whatever age, you know, we're kind of giving our age away, but... Whether you were at Speed Vision, whether you watch Speed, you know, it, at some point, if you're a, a car enthusiast, performance enthusiast, 
you got drawn in and you found all kinds of different niches that you just thought were cool. Yeah, man. It, it was wild too. The first time you stumbled upon the the network, right? And you know, you saw the logo and you're like, what, what is this? You turn it on. It was, it was racing. It was motocross or it was, you know, drag racing or it was, you know, NASCAR or, you know, tractor pulls, just anything in rally racing. It was just awesome. Every time you turn it on, it was just awesome. And to be able to find that, it was so like, you were just telling your friends, you were telling everybody like, oh my God, hey, have you guys heard about this? This is amazing. Uh, it was, it was home for so many of us in so many hours. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, look behind me. There's a banner, you know, that was, it was such a sought after thing. Like I climbed the big fence for that <laughs> banner back in the day, you know, like it, it was wild the, to the extent of what we go to have that plugged into our, you know, just our, our ambience, our, you know, and, and, and our tapestry that makes up every car guy and every car club and, and, you know, the thing we're so passionate about. So it's really cool that we get to talk to one of the guys that, created that whole thing and what he's doing now and yet another really cool moment in history um because speed vision lives again and we have bob scanlon on and dude what an honor it is to, to talk to you man and just it gives you goosebumps almost you know when you think about the history and the impact it had for all the car guys gearheads builders hot rodders how much our wives hated it you know it was i mean for so many of us, man, it became just a fixture for so many hours. It was the soap opera for men, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to see how it ends. We got to see the next uh, the next race. We got to follow along all of our characters, right? Bob, welcome yeah. welcome to our podcast. This is great, um, you know, because Will and I were on Speed Channel for many, many, many years, uh, but we didn't get the overlap with you. So it's great to kind of get the history of Speed Vision from back in the day all the way through Speed. And now we're back full circle to Speed Vision back again. So uh, super cool. Thanks. Well, Bob, welcome to the podcast, man. You got, a, you got a crazy history, right? It's not just in Speed and Speed Vision, but it goes, it goes back dark for, for a long time. Tell, tell everybody a little bit about your past and what got you down this crazy road. Yeah, well... Thanks, Willie and Kevin. It's it's really a pleasure to be here with you guys. And ironically, I'm looking at two guys in garages. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So so um, the the quick history is um, out of out of grad school. I did a short stint at HBO, and then I was hired at uh, ABC in uh, in the network operations. So I was handling satellite stuff and learning as I, as I was going. And, um, so I was signed to ABC news and then sometimes to ABC sports. <clears throat> so I started, um, I started the first week of March and, and my first assignment was to go to this thing for wide world of sports. So this is in the mid, like mid seventies, right? Wide yeah. world of sports. If I remember the sound of this, is the wild world of sports, baby. It was awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So the first assignment was to go cover this thing called the Atlanta Journal 500 in Atlanta Motor Speedway. I was like, okay. So I went down. We set it all up. You know, did the live telecast. Um, by the way, that was the first. This is super aside. That was the first live telecast that Al Michaels ever did. Was that race? That was his introduction wow. to ABC. That's crazy. Hold, hold that thought because we got to take a break. When yeah. we come back, you're gonna tell us what happened, who won the race, uh, and what that was used for your springboard. It had to be a, a moment, a pivotal moment for you 
and how you probably moved after that. So he's going to answer those questions when we get back. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie Bean. We're back after the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And man, we have a really cool guest. So Bob Scanlon is on with us. He's talking to us about back in the day, how he, you know, got the whole idea, what what spawned speed vision and what was the sort of genesis. Um, now, when we left, he was telling us about it. He got an assignment for the wild world of sports. We were all kids. Uh, I remember that. Al Michaels, you said it was his first broadcast. That's a big moment of sports history right there. And you know, all of us can recall that announcer voice, you know, just the wild world of sports. They always had some sort of cool clip, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we, I did that race. We did that race live. And then, you know, back to New York at ABC. And, again, I was I was early on working there. So they give me my next assignment, which is the Formula One Grand Prix in Monaco. Wow. Oh. Wow, that's a tough job right there. It was terrible, right? So yeah. I'm, you know. 23, get a passport. 23 and you're covering that? You're awful. You're a bad man. (laughs) (laughs) I came out of that and I'm going like, man, this, this motorsports is pretty cool. (laughs) It's like, I don't, I don't really care about stick and ball. This is kind of cool. So anyway, so I did that. And then I, I went to, uh, to ESPN. I was like 35th person hired at ESPN, got involved with motorsports there. You know, we kind of put, not kind of, I mean, we put NASCAR on the map at ESPN and um, I was coordinating producer of, of motorsports. So it was NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, all, you know, all the motorcycle stuff. And then um, in 95, joined two other ex ESPN execs and we, we founded the original Speed Vision in 95. And that was, um, you know, that was fallow ground as you guys know. And just, you know, a way to serve a niche audience that was underserved, yeah. which you two yeah, guys yeah. fell right into. Right? It was like, yep. I want more. I would watch it every day. And um, we were pretty broad, right? We were beyond automotive. We had motorcycle stuff. We had aviation to some degree, and we had some marine, you know, boat racing and stuff. So we, we launched in 95 and in 2001, we sold Speed Vision to Fox. Fox flipped it to Speed Channel, which is the logos you guys have. And then later in its iteration, Fox sunsetted Speed Channel, and it is now what's known as Fox Sports One. 
So it went from niche to a little broader to like super broad. And uh, they they uh, basically abandoned the trademark, which I had kept my eye on. So I went out and applied for it about two and a half years ago, worked through all the you know legal mumbo jumbo and filed it for opposition. Nobody opposed it. So we got that. We raised a little money. We uh, we launched, um, you know, got some libraries under license, including 12 Seasons of Two Guys Garage, which is currently <laughs> nice. running. And, and Truck You, which is, you know, a sister program from your guys, your guys house. So, um, yeah, we're up and operating now as a fast channel. All right, man, you can't just cover that. I mean, that was such a movement moment that has so much history. Think, think about this, man, because all we had before before that launch, right when that launch was, you know, probably arguing with people in different states on yellow bullet forums. You yeah. know, that, that was about it. You know, it, it, and literally it, it was such a refreshing, it just, you know, ch- change for us to be able to turn on TV and always see some sort of crazy racing, some sort of crazy inspirational, cool story about a racer, a guy or a build or whatever. Um, and just, you know, kind of be tied into the motorsports community and everything they brought to the table for so many of us man that was man it was such a wild and cool find i remember you know stumbling through a hotel or seeing it on there you know a, a lot of people can remember that first moment yeah. where they 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 caught speed vision it was like what is a revelation is like, what, what is this what is this what is this yeah you know so. and the and the type of racing right. like the first time you ever saw tractor pull right Right or a monster truck or yeah. Uh, then you guys do the uh, like the Australian uh, little boat races that went through little yeah, canals. The tunnel, the I what it's called. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 You know, like the first time you see that, and a guy goes right over the yeah. land up <laughs> into the crowd, like because he missed the course. Uh, the first time you've seen some of these types of like a rally race. You know how many how many people had seen because it's big in Europe and not so much here. Right, right. Like so, seeing a rally race, and these guys just. Fly, you know, it's the beginning of drifting, right? right? I, I, I so, got to know, man, in that conception phase, right? You you had to have conversations and and branch away from people from the norm. You got sports and ESPN doing their thing, and they're they're little divisions, a little motorsports. So you got maybe a chunk of time allotted on a weekend or you know late at night or something like that. But a full board channel network dedicated to it. Some people had to say y'all were crazy, right? There had to be a pushback, or was it was it People were 100% for you and thinking, yeah, that's surely going to go. Like, what was the, how are you feeling people out? Well, you know, it was, it was pre, pre-internet and pre, you know, cell phones. So, so we would get, you know, we would get email from, from fans and stuff um, telling us what they wanted. And we get snail mail with people talking about what they wanted. But, you know, the philosophy was that, um, at ESPN, when we did motorsports, there there was a, a segment of the sports fan population that liked motorsports, right? So you could carve out that niche as part of the bigger ESPN offering. So the theory in launching Speed Vision was we could take that segment of the ESPN audience and bring them over here and super serve them and then divide that motorsports niche into, as you said, rally racing, drag racing, tractor pulls, you know, Isle of Man TT, all of those kinds of yeah. things. We had AMA, we had World Superbike, you know. and It, it was lot, the best. Yeah, it was a lot of stuff that those sanctioning bodies couldn't get, forgive the pun, any traction in the U.S., right? They were all looking mm-hmm. for exposure in this market. 
and even Formula One. You know, I, 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 and I'm not bragging, but I literally would call up Bernie Ecclestone and cut a deal on the phone with Bernie to say, hey, we, we want to carry F1 here. What do we need to do? And him and his turkle are like, well, what, 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 what do you have in mind? <laughs> Pinky out. Hey, hey, yeah. That's wild, man. Hey, at what point? At what point could you see the the crest? And when you when you guys it felt like you reached the summit on this big launch and everything's going. At what point did you know you guys had tapped into something that people were crazy passionate about? Well, and how confident were you? Like, were there some nervous jitters there for a while before you you kind of hit that pinnacle point oh, where man. you're like, "What did we just do?" I'll tell you what. Yes, yeah, and, and it was early days, and this was more on the business side, but. There were the the primary investors initially were um, three of the big cable companies, and I you know, I don't need to name them, but three of the biggest cable companies because they had an interest in growing their subscribers by saying, hey, we've got this cool piece that we own, we can promote it, we can get more customers, etc. Well, inside of the first twelve months, um, one of them starts trying to elbow the other two out of um, position so they could take full control. So there was this huge infight. The one that was trying to elbow out stopped funding. One of them stepped up and took over that part of the funding, so paying two-thirds of the investment. And um, eventually, they just elbowed the elbower out of the picture, and they took it over. And by then, you know, the company, this was probably – Two years later, um, by then the company was worth so much more because we had picked up all of this traction and, and cable operators were launching us. You know, we were in millions of homes. We were doing well. We were recognized by racing sanctioning bodies as a place, you know, to partner with. So once we got over that, um, that hump, we knew at least we were in business yeah. and it was doing pretty well. When when was the first high five in a hallway moment? You know, you see your boys, and you got you got them up high five in the hallway, baby. Come on at you, you know that 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 would have been. Um, I did a deal. Uh, I did a deal with NASCAR, and a, a group called um, Sunbelt Video. I think it was Sunbelt um, for a Monday show called Inside Winston Cup Racing, and um, it was the only show on television that had participants from a sporting event on Sunday take part in an analyzing that event on Monday. And so that show, it was, uh, it was shot down in Charlotte and um, the, the host was Alan Bestwick. And I picked, I went after three drivers. And at the time I needed one from each of the three manufacturers in NASCAR, right? So there's Ford, Chevy and Pontiac. So I reached out, I got Michael Waltrip, Kenny Schrader and Johnny Benson as the analyst. And that that show just took off. So on Monday afternoon, they would show up and, uh, you know, sit down. We'd run highlight package of the race, what was going on. They would analyze it. Schrader and Waltrip would just crack everybody up. You know, they were, and, and, you know, Michael was on a 0 for 200, (laughs) 0 for 200 starts. Thing that was you know the joke of the day like how many races before you win but that that was a high five moment 
that show absolutely took off, dominated in terms of popularity, anything else that was on the channel. Is, is this the one where they always they always told you how Dick Trickle ended up? And the man finished 33rd. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> finished 33rd. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's yes. crazy. It's, oh man! What a cool, what a cool, what a cool moment because we know Kenny really well, and and you know it, that had to be something that was just kind of epic, you know, in what you formed and seeing that grow, and and what a cool piece of racing history you have in your back pocket, knowing you created something like that and the effect that it had, the ripple effect it had, and how many shows after that modeled that same game plan and format. Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, another it's it's related to NASCAR, but another was. Um, I reached out to a guy you guys know well, um, David Hall, who was running TNN at the time. And TNN um, had picked up a bunch of NASCAR race rights and were doing them, but they weren't doing anything with practice and qualifying. So I reached out to David and I said, hey, what do you think? Could I, um, could I pay you guys a fee and Speed Vision carry for the races you own, practice and qualifying? And he was like, sure, let's talk. So we did, you know, did a deal with um, Patty Wheeler on the production side. So we picked up live NASCAR content at one point. So we had practice qualifying for all the TNN races. Um, we, we got mm. some cut down highlights rights to repeat the race in a, a short window. And um, and that, you know, that continued to feed um, uh, Inside Winston Cup Racing, the studio show. So that was another high five. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember those days. And it, it's interesting. Like it seems like, you know, the norm. The norm now. But I, I think when you probably did it at that time, you're like, everyone wants to watch the race. Who wants to watch practice? You know. But practice and qualifying, there was just so much good commentary, and it was such for me. I remember such good build up to the race that by the time the race was going on, there was so much storyline and expectations of who was going to do well and what the battles were going to be that it was like setting up the chess match, you know, beforehand and the players coming in. Uh, That was probably something fairly new, I would imagine. Well, it was, it was. And, and, you know, part of, part of the inspiration for it was from, from my time at ESPN doing the races and I would do, Every Saturday, I do a garage walk with Benny Parsons, the late great, probably the greatest mm. ambassador for the sport. And Benny would, you know, he'd let me tag along. He'd talk to engineers. He'd talk to crew chief. What's going on? What are you battling? So I had that in my head thinking nobody knows, like, what these guys are going through in practice. Yeah. Right? They're not just going out to cruise. They're trying to f- solve problems with those cars and get them – to where they're at the pinnacle of performance. So that that insight into just, you know, there's actually there's actually tactical stuff going on here and mechanical stuff going on here as opposed to oh they're just going out and seeing how they run against the right, clock. Right. We put on a set of special tires. What? <laughs> <laughs> Match set. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Wow, man. All right. So it's it, it is kind of a perfect time to bring it full circle because now speed vision and what you're doing um it gives people opportunity to see some of the, the cool stuff the classic stuff you mentioned you had seasons of our show uh on there and look i'll i'll apologize for at least one of those when we get back so let's take a break uh this is the two guys garage podcast he's kevin bird i'm willie b and we're back in just a minute 
It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And man, we have an awesome guest on today. Imagine being the guy that changed how motorsports got ingested. For so many people, fans of whatever that niche motorsports may be, this guy was pivotal in bringing us content that we couldn't find, get. We had to dig deep if we were passionate about something. You know, I'm a big motocross guy. You know, a bunch of these trophies hanging back from my old motocross days. You know, it's wild. To get, to get that content, you were just, you know, you had to find it on, on Speed Vision. And it was such a, a welcomed, you know, sort of relief to be able to have that. Something you were passionate about. Spent a lot of money and time in. And you got to watch on TV. So, really cool, man. It's just awesome to have you on. Um, you were mentioning that you had some... Some seasons of two guys. Um, I got to tell you guys, my first season on two guys, it was a little rough. <laughs> well, so, I got to say, most of my seasons on two guys are <laughs> kind of rough. So, you know, so you're I good come company, from a, Willie. I came from a racing background, and Kevin is an engineer. If, man, I mean, if there ever was a truer definition of engineer, it's my man Kevin. But he's sassy, saucy, and, and, and got what people call riz. Um, he, anyway... He was very, I mean, the guy is gifted at explaining how things work. Man, I'm a streetcar guy. I, I would like go into the speed shop and be like, yo, does that make my car faster? Let me have that. I'll see y'all later. And, you know, I'm too busy strapping in, trying to get another hit, you know, watching my GoPro camera and seeing how the suspension's laying out, whether I need to tune up some nitrous, put boost it, whatever. So it was wild for me coming in that first season because I would look at Kevin sometimes and be like, whoa, how do you do that? And they go, Willie. Uh, explain how this works. And I'm like, so this makes your car faster or, you know, a little bit like this. So it took, it took me a full season of homework to dive in and understand how to present stuff on two guys. Uh, but man, I'm so glad and fortunate to have a partner like this. And every, every season, man, you got 12 seasons. Like just the other day when we shot the new season, he does some amazing blue board stuff and it's just a breakdown and he makes the difficult seem simplistic. And it's just Awesome having him as a partner. And uh, I, I could draw that little kid with the big nose hanging over the wall. Uh, that's where I come in. Kilroy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my man. That's my man. <laughs> but, uh, wow, what a cool moment to have all those shows um, and in all this other stuff that we couldn't find for such a long time. Yeah. I mean, we've got, you know, we've got um, two guys. We've got Truck U, which comes out of your house. Yeah, man. Love those dudes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of other know instructional how to that is and credit to you guys which is why what you're in season 28 or something but you know i'm not blowing smoke but credit to you guys for being authentic and being experts and not playing into that whole you know ticking clock are we going to finish in time or that you know contrived conflict oh. of getting mad at each other and stuff it's just oh, so it's so awful. hollywood it's terrible and that's why you guys are successful is um is because of that authenticity and your expertise. Well, you got more of that on the on Speed Vision. Tell us some of the lineups that you that you guys are putting out there now. Yeah, yeah. So we've got um, in addition to Two Guys Garage and Truck U, we've got um, Stacy David's Gear Series. You know, he's a yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, he's been around forever. Crazy, he's awesome. All of us. Yeah, yeah. Crazy skills as a fabricator. I mean, just yeah. amazing skills as a fabricator. Um, a series called Caffeine and Octane that is, yeah. uh, you know, goes to a, a bunch of car rallies and shows and stuff, that, and that is more visual than it is hands-on. So it's 
just go for eye candy and find out what 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 drives people to put money into that. something like that and you know that's so proud of it and so on and then excuse me we've got some new stuff coming which is um again it, it's being produced out of your shop down there called uh, helping hands garage that's going to drop in april so it's all female um katie osborne's the host and Colette Davis, who um, you may know, is a is a skilled drifting driver, but also has legit uh, mechanical skills. So the premise of that is um, it, it's fairly altruistic, giving back. It's um, helping families of uh, military or first responders who have a vehicle that needs some help. So it's not about a complete makeover. It's not about you know doing paint and a whole overhaul. It's get the vehicle, figure out what's wrong, make it safe, make it drivable, and, you know, give a helping hand and, and give it back. And uh, some of the stories are, you know, folks who have lost a loved one who had, you know, a 50s era pickup truck that the kids the kids rode in since they were two years old and it's been sitting and what a great legacy, those kinds of things. A lot of emotion in it, um, you know, and really good stories. Yeah, that's one of our that's one of our sister shows, guys. So definitely go on Speed Vision and check that one out. It, it's uh, it's great. It's Bob's kind of laying out great format, great people on it. Um, exciting yeah. to see it come out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, great stories, man. It's amazing. I uh, I've done similar stuff with several people. It's amazing what a car can do for somebody's enthusiasm, will to live. You know, yep. cancer patients when they get their car back. You know, they have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. Uh, it's wild. It's throttle therapy. It's uh, it's amazing to see the energy and drive that can create in somebody just to put it back on the road. And uh, to see that response is just epic. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be a big success. Um, cool, man. It's just way cool. You, you kind of see this. And in the world of, of streaming, uh, you got to think this is a great opportunity because, you know, these, these suckers are everywhere. <laughs> you know? Everybody's got this. Well, it's been a, you know, it's a paradigm shift for us. You know, my, my, my history is in traditional linear television. So it was all cable and satellite, a little bit of broadcast. But we're now in this streaming world with what's called um, FAST. So it stands for free ad supported television. So we produce, you know, we, we produce this feed that goes out um, to different platforms. And then, you know, a lot of people say, well, where can I see you? So if you have if you have a smart TV, you can see us on Amazon Prime, Amazon Freebie, Zumo, Fubo, LG. We're in fifty. All the O's, all the O's. It's, it's we're yeah, all the O's. It's like, <laughs> the names are crazy, but we're in we're on fifteen platforms now. We're in twenty two countries. We launched on Samsung and the Nordics and are doing tremendous. Now maybe because it's. 30 below zero there and they have nothing else to do, but watch. Yeah. What else? But hey. yeah, right. But it, you know, the thing, the thing it, it proves out is the universality of the appeal of the auto because our feed is in English everywhere it goes in Brazil. They, they, they've got the fourth highest uh, number of hours viewed of anywhere in the world. So we've got three, wow. the top three are in the U S platforms. The fourth one's in Brazil. And and it's in English, but crazy Brazilian. Yeah, I mean, it, I love it's, it's crazy. But but again, it's a nice affirmation about the appeal of the category, 
right? A beautiful Ferrari is a beautiful Ferrari everywhere. Amen to that. All right. Now you don't have to get a subscription though, right? No, you don't. What about the and what about the normal guy? No, those all those services are free. You just download. Yeah, that's what makes it um, great. You don't have to buy that extra, you know, nine no. ninety nine a a month that's or whatever right. it is. And yeah. yeah, that's right. So when people are building a car in their shop, or you know, there's cool builds going on, is there any way for the normal Joe builder uh, shop to get plugged in, um, or is there opportunities for them to show off their cars? Imagine. You know, one thing you guys could do is somehow let viewers show their cars um, on some show. I imagine that would be just be an epic thing to scroll and something people would respond to. Yeah, you're reading my mind. It's like um, because we're, we're trying to put together user generated content to be able to format into half hour shows. So, yeah. you know, the, the working title is this is what I built or this is what I'm building. Um, and yeah. and so. Literally, just you know, everybody knows how to do it now, right? Everybody can hold the phone yeah. and say, "Hey, I'm I'm Joe, and this is my Camaro, and here's what I'm done." And wide body charger, right there. See, <laughs> so you know, yeah. So that that that's one that that is in the works now. Probably again will come through your shop, but be able to cast a wide net, tell people, "Hey, whatever you're working on is a good story." Just tell us like what it is, where'd you get it, why are you doing it, you know, and what's your end game? You're gonna flip it, you're gonna sell it, or you're gonna keep it, and why? And that's a great story. Yeah, how cool would that be just to watch, man? Other people like you, wild things, people are going because you know trends have this weird effect. You'll see one guy doing something, right? Um, Kevin, he's the guy that started the whole wide body trend several years back with a uh, a BMW 300. Uh, really? He, uh, yeah, man. He uh, did something amazing to a uh, first gen. Yeah, E30. Yeah, E30 M3. I mean, now I could shoot myself for cutting it all up, but all hand form steel, wide body, <laughs> LS swapped. And so really making, you know, kind of this new generation, so many different types of cars people are building. It's not just a first gen Camaro. It's not just a Chevelle, you know, 57 Chevy. People are building out of all kinds of platforms and they're throwing big tires and big brakes and big motors and swaps. Yeah. And so, yeah. Crazy builds. So, and yeah. everybody's talented. It's amazing. It's just, it'd be so cool to see, I think. But it's feeding off of each other, right? Everybody's got yeah. something new and somebody says, and I love it. Let me top that with this and let me, you know, come at it from this angle. And yeah, it's been an explosion. Yeah. The whole JDM craze. It's like, yeah. who would have thought, right? Here? Skyline, baby, see? right here. Yes. <laughs> there you go. But who would have thought? Yeah. That's who Skyline. Thought? Right hand drive Japanese cars. Like, <laughs> Who wants those? Like everybody? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You know what's nuts? I take that car out. I got a bunch of 70 chargers. I got this wide body charger back here. I built for SEMA a couple years ago. I take this crazy Skyline, my Skyline out, and man, I'll get more people reacting about yep. this car than I will some of my old right. hot rods. It's crazy. You know, it's right-hand drive, all, all the bells and whistles on it, but it's wild, the appeal. And it's, it, it's incumbent on us you know, as older guys that want to propagate this whole hobby and enthusiasm because those JDM cars skew so young for interest. Yep. It's like we, we've got to do something with that, you know, to keep that, to keep the viewership growing, the enthusiasm growing for the next generation. Well, that's where, that's where that. I think, um, you know, the, basically television, right? Whether you're streaming it or whatever, uh, television exposes people, right, to all kinds of genres yep. right in the performance realm and that like i said that spawns you know that that first love you know that interest 
Um, and if you if you didn't have access to it, if you didn't get to see it and, and feel like you were there when you're watching it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but when you get to watch a show and you get involved and you and you get the, the history and the background on on a JDM or some other platform. Uh, and you see people working on it and you're learning about it. I mean, you can fall in love and it just can grow a whole new segment. Yeah. You know, so I think television, the last, I mean, since you guys started it, clearly drove so much of the racing. And then as it formatted into more of the building and the shows and the DIY, right, it's just spawned and spawned and spawned performance and building, performance and building for a couple of decades now. And it, it's just amazing how huge... Things have blown up in the last 10 to 15 years as we've just spiked. Look at that ripple. Yep. That ripple still yeah. goes, continues yep. today. It keeps, you know, so wild to see. And it's come full circle. So, again, give us a rundown of some some ways that people can go find Speed Vision, uh, where to go. And, and you know, if it's like Fubo, things like that, like I said, that's all free, man. Everything, Yeah, everything we do is free. Um, if you go, if you want to sample it, speedvisionnetwork.com which is our website, um, the network streaming on the website all the time. So you can see the network there. And then there's all the, all of the places we are being carried is below. You can link on that to link to um, one of the platforms on your TV to watch. Um, but again, we are on all of the major ones. And um, if you go to website, again, speedvisionnetwork.com, it's a shortcut to tell you how to, how to get us launched and you can go on our Instagram and submit stuff. If you want, you can complain. I love the complaints cause we're always trying to make it better. Yeah. Or Facebook. <laughs> we got a Facebook page. We're everywhere on social media. Well, you guys are kind of in this, you know, big growth on, you know, re kickstarting, reigniting uh, speed and speed vision. So it's going to be really exciting to see you guys continually building out content and growing and expanding. So, uh, it's going to be really fun to watch. We'll be, Thank you. We'll be nostalgic yeah, and thrilled with new things all at the same time. And if you're lucky, yes. tune in and see yourselves. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> right, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, awesome, man. And don't forget about our show, Aaron on Motor Trend and the Motor Trend Network. Also is available streaming on Motor Trend Plus. Great resource to find us as well. And you can find us there on Speed Vision, which is cool, too. Um, and... Don't forget about, obviously, about our producer, Scoop, executive producer, Bob Ecker. Uh, he is Bob Scanlon. Honored to talk to you. My man, Kevin Bird, Willie B, for the Two Guys Garage podcast. Yeah, don't forget to check out our website, too, at twoguysgarage.com. And we're everywhere on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, of course, this Two Guys Garage podcast, it's copyright 2024, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. Right on, Bob. Thanks for the time, man. That was, uh, that was really cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Glad to have you on. We're in a whole new era, I hope. A whole new segment of car television and uh, streaming, new ways to get it wherever you are. So, again, excited to see what that spawns and drives. And, you know, this market just keeps getting bigger and better all the time. Well, guys, hope you enjoyed it. I uh, hope you're excited as we are. Um, thanks for tuning in to the Two Guys Garage podcast. We'll see you guys on the next one. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.